Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is your instant reaction for Everton nil. Leicester 2. Leicester. Bit of a, bit of a spoiler there. Yeah, shite that one. Yeah, it was very shite. It's no good as a parpit today. I rushed to get the half-seven train from the ground. Uh, no time to hang around and watch any of that. I've got a big cast today, Les, Warren, Dave, Mose, and Matt Flusk as well. Um, all from start to finish. Les, I'll come to you first, mate. General thoughts on that. I mean, my overriding feeling is that Leicester have got three really good players. We haven't really got any, and their three really good players did the business for them today. Yeah, that was that was basically it. They, they knocked it round well. I mean, we would we were just chasing the game the whole like from sort of when Alex Awobi missed that chance at the park end which may have made it a completely different game and he should have buried it it was like the anti-Newcastle this game so you had Alex Awobi getting that pass off Calvert-Lewin that against Newcastle he scored this game he missed and you also had the firework that gave them the extra couple of minutes at the end of half time to score that that winner, well, to score that first goal, which was like the reverse Louis McKechnie at Newcastle. So this was like bizarro Newcastle for us. It felt very much like they just these were just better than us on the day, weren't they? We can't really have any complaints. I don't think they were particularly that much better in terms of Pickford didn't have too much to do, but we didn't really give their keeper a lot to do. We had a couple of good chances, but just very, very disappointing and. It, it kind of showed again that there's that sort of mental breakdown once we get past the halfway line. I thought defensively we weren't actually that bad. We were all right today. But once we get past the halfway line and we have to like do something, we just weren't at the races again, which is very, very disappointing. Yeah, I, I sort of in agreement with Les. For me, I, I've come out after every game this season and said, do you know what, even against better teams, you're being competitive. We've been in the game. For me, that was our worst performance of the season. I'm a little bit negative about it tonight. I don't think Leicester are that great a team, and I think we made them look better than we were. I don't think we. Let, I think we let them play far too easily tonight and let them dictate. When we're the home, we're the home team, and we should have been dictating on them. Uh, as Les said, Awobi scores that goal in the first half at the Park Ends. It could be a different story. 
Calvert-Lewin in the second half as well to make it one all a very chance at the very start of the second half that could make a difference as well but I just think I, I, I think I've, I've been a defender of Everton this season and said you know what we've been better than what we were and I think I've had some sticks sort of saying you know what we're not being that great we're not being that great you're being too over positive I, I, I think tonight is probably the first game I think this season where I thought you know what that wasn't good enough that wasn't the Everton that we expected it wasn't the high press it wasn't the aggressiveness that we needed and I just think it lacked a little bit of something and I think a Leicester team who haven't started great this season we just let them play and that, 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 that's what's so frustrating for me um, just the Denver you put free falling on by Tom Petty here. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just hoping it's not going to sign of things to come uh, Dave what did you think of that mate? Yeah, um, he made James Madison look like a world-class player and he might well end up becoming a world-class player, but I thought he just looked absolutely magnificent against everything that we showed up there. Um, as usual, I was on sub-watch as well and I actually thought, for once, he made the right sub at the right time, half-time, getting just a gun and gay out because he's been stinking the place out for a while. Um, look, I, I love just a gun gay. I was made that we got him back, but he just hasn't shown up since we got him back. And... Uh, you know, it, it, they're the things I think a lot of our fans like to say about a player like him getting him back because we like him that much. Oh, you can't moan because he's been somebody that's been great for us in the past. I thought he was crap. I thought the right sub was to put James Garner on. I felt sorry for him because I, I, I thought the midfield was just all over the place, really. And in turn, felt more sorry for Awobi, who was the only man who looked like he was possible. Of, of, of setting us up with a, with a, with a chance um, you know you, you look at the opportunities we had like we were saying then the chance that Calvert-Lewin have he put that in that's a completely different game if he scores that a couple of minutes into the second half but then you know we put the Corre on who again he just looks like he's going through his paces his, must be the worst uh, sub appearance I've seen for a long time though. yeah it doesn't look like he's asked at Everton to be honest with you because it, it looks like he's way down the pecking order um, felt sorry for James Garner because he had to go all over the place in turn O'Nana as well again I'll probably get stick for this but I thought he was crap as well tonight he's game and, it was. Yeah. and he's had a couple of stinkers and don't get me wrong he's not the only one and this is all in connection to how poor others have been fullbacks didn't didn't even seem to get past our own halfway line today to help out with any sort of attack Tamari Gray stinking the place out a little bit as well himself I thought McNeil was alright at the start um, but everything else it was really really poor and the worst thing all about this just my final comments on it the worst thing about this tonight was that's our last game for seven weeks at Goodison Park we've got to go to Bournemouth for that double header next week it's a huge game for us because Leicester have gone above us good thing about Leicester as well by the way I don't know how Brendan Rodgers is still their manager because they're able to perform like that and make us look ridiculous James Madison and that goal at Tielemann scores unbelievable um, we deserve to lose tonight probably deserve to lose by more than two goals to nil I think as we as we transition between the absolute shit show of last season and actually trying to be a reputable football team this year the thing that struck me tonight is that it only takes a few very minor things to not go well for us to look very very poor uh, and what I mean by that is that you know I I watched a what has been a struggling Leicester side tonight look like world beaters in terms of uh, how comfortable they are on the ball I found, I found myself watching them 
thinking, I, I wish we were as good and as comfortable as what Brendan Rodgers' team was. And for, for a man who's been under such pressure and a team who's been under such pressure, uh, and for me now being under such pressure with you knobheads playing with me while I'm trying to talk about Everton. <laughs> it's, as, as a couple of the lads have already said, I don't come away from that game thinking that, okay, we were shite, but Leicester deserved to turn us over. You know, they, they've got good players. They, they are potentially one of the worst teams to go 1-0 down to in the league because of the, the people they've got up front. But going in at half-time, you know, other than Yori Thielman's goal, people will say that Leicester had a lot of possession, they had a lot of territory in, in our you penalty area. They did, but so, so much of what Everton are doing defensively at the moment is kind of a little bit of a gamble in terms of letting people like Pickford, Tarkovsky and Cody be far more important to a back line you know it, it's very much a little bit last ditch uh, and you know it, people will argue that that's a very risky way to, to go about games and it, it absolutely is but if that's what's been working for us then I, I was relatively happy for Everton to absorb that pressure get in at nil nil, and then crank up the intensity in the second half and I think one of the most disappointing things about tonight is that you know talking about the game at half time and obviously on the back of Tillman's goal I thought we'll see a different Everton now you know the crowd the players the change that we made everything was there to totally turn the whole night on its head we all know what tonight was it was the last time we'd we'd see Everton for seven weeks the last time we'll potentially see each other for seven weeks it's a, it, it felt like a big occasion coming to Goodison Park tonight and I think we get those games where it's flat but it, it, it kind of amplified tonight because of the fact that we don't see this team now for a couple of months. The other thing that really pissed me off no end tonight was that if anyone's seen Danny Ward ever play football, he is <laughs> one of the worst goalkeepers that has ever been in this league. He's chipping it in for him to catch the ball every time he put a cross in, by the way. He got fouled a couple of times on crosses and other than that... No, he didn't. Well, but... <laughs> apparently got fouled but other than that did he really have anything to do tonight not at all I know I, I missed the opportunity that, that Iwobi had early on but other than that did, did we test him at all absolutely not uh, and it, it almost looked as though we were we were veering back into that old Everton of trying to score you know when, when Arteta and Pienaar were here we were trying to score almost perfect goals it, it needed a leg swung at it a couple of times and I don't really think anyone had the bravery to do that yeah, I'm not going to repeat absolutely everything that the four lads have said there because it'd just be taking up time. Um, I'll be sympathetic to Alex Iwobi because I thought his chance was a very difficult angle for him. And I, I'm, not, I'm not letting off the hook with that. He should bury that. I, I'm not so sure. I'm a, I think it's either it either goes wide or the goalie saves it. I don't think he's got a massive chance to score from there. If you want to talk about wasted chances, let's have a look at the proverbial Dominic Calvert-Lewin one-on-one. Once again, like that game for me was the microcosm of Dominic Calvert-Lewin's past two years. In that he had a perfect one-on-one, fluffed it against again the worst, the worst goalkeeper in the league, and then he goes off after 60 minutes and just like that. That is Dominic Calvert-Lewin down to a T for me. And yeah, I, I'm the same as the lads. Like I'm very deflated, um, but like listen to Mose there what he said about yeah, it's the last game for two months. We're all ready for a party tonight, but. Let, let's be honest. I mean, we really should have known better, shouldn't we? This is Everton. We should have known better. They're not going to send us off 
into a two-month break <laughs> with, a, with a nice win against the resurgent Leicester side and then a Denby Disco in the live bands. There's no way in hell that was going to come off. It's as though they were going to. And I don't know about you, it's, it's, it's the exact opposite to Palace last week. I think most of us turned up to Palace and thought, they're dangerous, they're going to cause us loads of problems. And we saw absolutely none of that. But you know, if we were a consistently good football team who managed to dispatch teams every week at Goodison, we wouldn't be the Everton that we know. We'd be a European team. And we are still, obviously, miles off that. Just, uh, yeah, I know there's a lot of people here standing listening to us who are really good with stats because Paul Dargan's here and he absolutely loves stats um, I, I want someone to tell me this someone can reply to us when you've heard this podcast how many shots on target have we actually had throughout the whole season well we had two today we had two shots on target I saw some before saying this might be totally wrong we've had 16 in total yeah. so 16 in what's that 14 games we've got 14 in 6 games 14 that's that that's outrageous. Uh, just it, going off Twitter, could be. It, it's bad. That wasn't everything. Now I'm like, take that. <laughs> yeah. No, where it's alarming at home is this is where we're going to pick points up because we are quite poor away. Say quite poor. That's probably a compliment saying we're quite poor away from home. But we've got to go to Bournemouth. We've been flying up until today's game. In fact, there were five games in the Premier League today. Every single team scored a goal apart from us as well. That makes me feel even worse, to be honest with you. But I'm I'm, I'm starting to think of like where this goes to. Calvert-Lewin looks like he's injured we're lucky that and I'm not going to watch it myself for various reasons but the World Cup comes up we do, like we said we don't play after that Bournemouth game next week until uh, Boxing Day, Boxing day yeah. so there's obviously a chance for him to get fit and whatnot. so maybe not as bad as it initially looks that he's gone off injured but I look at what's, what's the game plan when he's not there because before he came back this season we bought Mopai Mopai come on I actually felt sorry for the fella because I was looking at him thinking, how's he getting involved in this? He's in and around big fellas. That lad who looks like David Luiz at the back for them is absolutely brilliant. He just seemed to swallow everything up and throw it out whenever he wanted to. Mopai comes... I don't know if he is. I thought he got bullied by Carver. I'm talking about how we've made them look, is what I'm saying. Because when Mopai comes on, what are we doing? Where's the ball going? We're trying to put the crossing. Gordon comes on. Patterson comes on and actually starts trying to do something I felt sorry for that lad I felt sorry for the Wobby I was looking at that thinking do you know if you set that line up and you're playing a side like Leicester who've turned up and played well against us or we've looked and played well I'm thinking what are they doing in training that's an Everton goal how many times I've mentioned this a few times this season to you haven't I Matt what does an Everton goal look like those against Palace with dreams come true in terms of what you want to see from Everton well, that, that's not what this team is capable of doing regularly is it they, they are bolts from the blue no, but then goals all come from the back of an aggressive Everton team on the front foot and there was none of that tonight no but what's there the plan no, B is what I'm asking because if right, you thought exactly. Calvert-Lewin off injured and you throw him up Mopai on and so yeah. you do the strike you put the whole nana up front like we were talking about uh, with uh, Fellaini doing something so, like that so, what do you do what so do you the do? point you're making when Mopai come on we, still, we were still hitting it long expecting that second ball off Calvert-Lewin rather than I've heard you Matt say before like no pays a player you play it to his feet and you play off him and, and I would have liked to have seen a bit more of that tonight I would have liked to have seen ball into Mopey's feet get it wide to wingers get the full backs involved get crosses in the box play little one-twos in around the area because when we did that against Palace we got, got, we got success from it and, and we didn't see that tonight but I think that all comes from the basis of are Everton on the front foot and at no point tonight were we on the front foot we weren't aggressive enough we weren't strong enough we let them play and we made Leicester look for me we made Leicester look a far better side 
than what they are. Did they deserve the win? Yes. We didn't deserve nothing else tonight. And I think we've all sat here tonight and said, talking, you know, going round one by one, talking about us tonight. We've all said we didn't deserve the win. Leicester deserved to win. But I don't think Everton did anything otherwise to say, did we make, you know, if I'm, if I, look, I'm five foot nothing. If I'm, if I'm playing football and I'm playing against someone who's six foot four, I'm never going to win a header. But I'm going to make sure that they are struggling to win every head of the game I'm going to get in the face exactly but I don't think we did that enough tonight I think think the full backs didn't get forward enough and put aggression on I don't think the midfield pressed high enough I think we just let them play and when when Leicester have got players like Madison Harvey Barnes the lad you know we talked about the lads at the back Tielemans as well the lads at the back we made them look like Prime Frank uh, uh, Brazy, and he's not he's not that good, but we made I think him. The commentator actually said that, you know, I, yeah. I, I wasn't at the game, the commentator actually, it was Dick Carragher, said that he looks like Bobby Moore at the back because he's just doing what he wants with the ball and stuff. But the one thing I want to ask you normally ask you at the start, so we've gone back to front here. Are you happy with that lineup? First 11, it was for sure. Oh, yeah, it was actually. Because I thought, I thought. I don't know, I, I, I thought, I'm just going to say quick, yeah, I thought McNeil, yeah, deserved a start. I don't think he did that much to sort of say he deserves another start, but then no one really did. Exactly. The point I was going to make before was basically what you said, there's no plan B. Fuck me, it sounds like we're going back to Moise here, doesn't it? There's no plan B, Jesus. <laughs> Wish you were. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah, fair enough. He, he, he used to wait but what, what we said last week against Fulham, it was like... We got to a point in the Fulham game where we were totally out of ideas and just had to absorb the pressure and did. That's not sustainable. The defence has been pretty much sound, but but if you're absorbing that much pressure, you're going to concede at some point and you need to have an outlet and there's no plan B and that was totally summed up when Calvert-Lewin went off for Mope and we just kept the wingers on and it was like yeah alright lads let's just keep doing what we're doing what are they crossing exactly yeah so you need you need to change it to play through balls play a 10 something different it's becoming an issue now um, just before because I've spoken enough now I want to get everyone else's opinion on this is it a time now for us to think about the change in formation and a back three because initially Lampard wanted to play that back three and is that a, is that a, is there a case for that now? I mean, listen, I'm not saying I'm in favour of it, but we're becoming predictable, like you just said, Les, with that four-three-three. It depends. It depends on how the game's panning out, doesn't it? You've got, to, as a manager, he's got to look at that game and think: if we go to a back three, oh, is there enough pressure on to say we can sack the full-backs off and the back three can take it all on? If it's yeah. Well, then maybe switch to it and do something different up front. The problem is they're making like for like substitutions, and if the game plan isn't working, it doesn't matter who's on the pitch, it's not going to work. And that's frustrating. Just go back to that question first. That I said to Martin, he said that about the lineup. Yeah, the lineup. Um, first of all, Patterson, why is he not starting? Like, I love Seamus the bit, but Patterson has been such a potent weapon for us this season. And if it's a matter of fitness, if you're not fit to start, you shouldn't be on the bench. It's simple as that for me. He's a young player. He's not the kind of player like like Coleman himself, maybe come back from injury where you might give him 10 minutes at the end of a game to build up the match fitness. If he's fit, he should be in the starting 11. Um, I don't think the formation needs to change, but I am questioning the two wingers and Calvert-Lewin. I don't see any problem with having one winger and Calvert-Lewin and Malpe starting together. 
I think that would be a much much bigger so weapon. Like sort of just like buzz around, buzz around like a pest, like he does best, like he did for Brighton. And I was going to say, I thought the theory when we got him was to replace Richarlison. Yeah, not, but, he's not going to replace him like for life. But you know what I mean. But in terms of actual gameplay, and you mentioned right at the top of the show, Decore coming on and his cameo. What the hell has Tom Davis got to do to get minutes in this team? If nothing else, it's a massive cliche, but it's a cliche because it rings true. He's got to come on for 20 minutes and he's going to run his ass off of this club. He's not just going to saunter around and throw a half a leg in the air and bounce it down and watch Matt, it Matt, fly towards our goal for the second, is he? Matt, you see run around, you know, but in the derby, that was his, that was the best performance I've seen out of Son Davies for years. And it was, he's played a game since then? He was and he should, yeah, and he should be, but he should, he should be deserving a minute for his performance in that derby, yeah. at least. I, I, is it, hang on, is there not a pressure to go and sign? <laughs> Is there not a pressure? Play Tom Davis. <laughs> but is there not a pressure that you've just signed what thirty odd million for Onana? You've got just a gay back for what was it that we got him for? About How much? Yeah. yeah. Is there not a pressure on him to play those two ahead of Tom Davis? Just being here forever. Yes, but he was, he was lucky. The, the thing for me with Tom Davis is he's always the easiest. He was always the easy sub. He's always the easy player to drop because he's not going to kick up a fuss. When he, he, he's been taken off in games where he's been I playing. That's too kind he's for been, him, you know. No, he, I, I don't think I don't think he's amongst our best eleven. No, I just I just think he's had he's had games in the past. Mosey's got his head in his hands here. <laughs> because for all, a while to speak. for all I am the Tom Davis fan club, Mosey is like bizarro me. Just for the record, I wasn't saying Davis should start. I would have started James Garner over just a day. All day. But I'm just saying, if you look at the change of game, put fresh legs on. Why the hell is Decore coming on instead of him? Can I just say before Marv talks there, he's, he's actually... He's not said a word for a long time, so... I'm, I'm just going to praise him and say he's actually nutmeg Tom Davis, so he's better than him. Um, he's not the answer. <laughs> I am. I mean, what, what, what do you want to pick up from that mad chat then? Um, every time someone mentions Tom Davis, I think of what I hope and pray that James Garner will be and think... We, we will never hopefully think of James Garner in the way that we'll get a lot more out of him in the next two to three years I feel like we've learned enough lessons about, about people like Tom Davis now can the, James Garner start a chopstick business though can he <laughs> I don't even know if he can skateboard to be honest uh, before but, anyone knows what, what, what he's actually mentioned here do listen to today's mailbag because then that will, that will explain what we're talking about there with chopsticks but I, I think that the, the mere fact that we've mentioned him tonight shows that we've clearly not found all of our answers um, you know it, it's not the area of the pitch that I think we need to be delving into other options be it the core and Davis I know that at times you are going to need strength in numbers it's not the area of the pitch that concerns me you know Anano had the bad game Adjusigay had the bad game they'll have better games we'll evolve that midfield is We've far stronger we saying that for a month mm, I, I personally haven't been saying that about Anana for a month it just again, it's been underwhelming. But I think about the West Ham game at home, and I think, well, Everton cruise through that football match, and we don't do that without a Jessica on a game. So you know, the major problems about why we are the football team that we are are not in that area of the pitch for me at the moment. The issue is that other than a fit and fire and an informed Dominic Carvalhoan, which I appreciate takes a lot to harvest at the moment. Those wide attacking players are just not good enough for where we want to be. You know, I like Damari Gray on occasion. <laughs> no one wants me to speak in this booth, that's my, by the way. No one's going to sing along anyway, so go on. 
I, you know, Damari Gray had a great game against Palace. I, I, I see a reasoning for him in the squad, but I get that wingers can be inconsistent. And if they were any more consistent than they were, then they would be playing top-level football. We've already said that, but there's so much lacking about Everton going forward. You know, it's easy to look at the shots on target stats and say we're clearly not being creative enough. It looks as though we're just firing from the hip at times in terms of an attacking game plan. And as the lads have said, when Dominic Calvert-Lewin goes off, people like Gray and Gordon are just redundant because other than a nice little chop inside there is nothing waiting for them when they get inside we are not a good enough team to potentially you know those players that we talk about Gordon in particular obviously it reared its ugly head in the summer he might be a world beater for Chelsea for Arsenal for Spurs purely because of the style and the setup that they've got there it's not going to work at Everton whilst we haven't got Dominic Calvert-Lewin basically or someone to fit in, the, in that ill I'm not even sure it's going to work with Calvert-Lewin potentially not potentially not and you know we've, we've mentioned that it's changes of formation potentially <clears throat> I don't I don't personally think we've got the quality and the flexibility in order to do that you know five at the back on paper for me is probably the strongest that Everton can put out purely because it means that Cody Tarkovsky and Ben Godfrey are all involved in the lineup. but that, that, that takes months and months of work in order to make that happen Everton are not good enough to play 5-3-2 one week and then play 4-4-2 the next everything that is positive about this team at the moment relies on its defensive capability we've found that with the lads we've got in a, in a four at the back so I think we need to kind of veer away from thinking about changing that but it, it, it just reeked of a team for me you knew that a big long break was around the corner you know they look like a team who don't want to go to Bournemouth twice in a week you know I'm not expecting anything from those games to be honest in the next seven days because we look like a team who know that two months of feet up for most of them is on the horizon and I spent most of the second half firstly wondering why uh, Patterson hadn't started and also thinking about how many actual games of football we've got before the transfer window opens because there is still a lot of work to do behind the scenes there I think, um, I think for me, we've just had a 40-second mad chat there about Son Davies. And I think what Mose has just done is proved that that elusive Blue Room listener, who is a big Mark Mosey fan, has just, <laughs> has just, proven, has just proven that with our inane Son Davies chat, we can throw it to Mosey and he can sum it up perfectly without the need for us to talk about it, because Mo's absolutely right. Don't, don't make his head any bigger than No, I know, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm going to sum up what he said, though, and say that he's, he's absolutely right what he's saying. We are an Everton team in, in transition. We are an Everton team that it is not where we want it to be, and we are going to have these hits in the roads. And, and listen, I've not been satisfied tonight. I think that's been our worst performance, but there's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of players there who... Like the Tom Davies, they're not the answer. Like Mo's was saying, they are not the answer. But when you get a performance like that tonight, we're going, well, hang on, why is the core coming on for Tom Davies? So we're searching for, we're searching for answers where we, we, we don't necessarily need to answer them questions because there's more answers that need solving before we get to that point, what we're arguing about. Well, after all these years, we've still finally found the solution that Tom Davies is still actually the answer to all of our problems I mean, exactly. after, after all this time the answer is you need me as Everton manager so there you go <laughs>
Calvert-Lewin should never have a full shave ever again, by the way. Didn't like that whatsoever, me. I just want to say as well, that spell where Patterson kicked the ball out, Tarkovsky tried his outside of the foot pass, Gordon played that weird ball inside. Oh, my God, lads. Didn't give me a coronary. Anger. 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 Anger was there. I was. It's terrible, but it's ever. There we go. What a, what a way to finish. It is Four terrible. Double, double next week, yeah. isn't it? It is terrible, but it's Everton. Um, we'll leave it there. Uh, that has been your post match reaction. Um, Demi Cass is bouncing now. Abuse is calm. Gonna be live music soon. Um, Moses got off. Uh, <laughs> cheers to Les, Warren, Dave, Moses, and Matt Fusk. That's been your post match. Up the toppies. We'll see you on the other side. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.